One of the reasons why Christians don't grow is because they don't know how to study their Bibles. Well, I certainly, in this brief compass of a few broadcasts, can't tell you all that you need to know about studying your Bible. I'm going to stress at least one or two very important matters and try to make these clear to you because I think these will help you immensely. Almost everyone who comes into our counseling center who has problems, who is a Christian, needs to know how to study his Bible. And of course, those who aren't need to know how to know about Jesus Christ. And then if they come to faith in Christ, as so often they do in our counseling sessions, we have to teach them how to study their Bibles too. There are many wrong ideas about Bible study. Much Bible study is just sort of piecemeal, kind of like the preaching that a lot of us hear and uh, like the uh, Sunday school teaching that is often given. A piecemeal approach where we take up a chunk of Bible here and a chunk there and a topic here and something there and uh, we just sort of roam around with this and we never really dig in in such a way that we, we come away recognizing that we understand that passage. <coughs> Two things should come out of all Bible study. A person should first understand what the passage means. And secondly, he should understand what it means to him in his daily living. Unless those kinds of things are forthcoming, those two items, a person's Bible study is deficient and he will not grow by it as he should. There are some people who have mystical ideas about reading the Bible. If you read so much every day, read through a chapter a day or two chapters a day or something like that, somehow or other by the process of spiritual osmosis, they're going to soak up what they need, whether they understand what they read or not. This is certainly a false idea about Bible study. It's kind of like uh, uh, reading the newspaper when you hear a conversation, a very interesting and juicy conversation about some subject you're interested in in the background and your, your eye goes down every word in the column of newsprint that you're reading, and you've read the whole column in the sense that your eye has gone down it, but by the time you're through, you've been listening to the conversation the whole time while your eye's been making this mechanical movement. Not a bit of what that eye has looked at has sunk in, but only what the conversation was about has, has gotten into your mind. And so, really, you've gone through the motions of reading that column of print, but you actually haven't learned what it says, and you have to reread it in order to get the content. Now, that's often the way that people read the Bible or similar to it. They read words and they read a portion of the Bible and they say, well, I've read the Bible for today. But uh, they didn't get anything out of it. Nothing sinks in. Nothing changes life because they really didn't understand what they were reading. That is not the way to read your Bible. It's no way to, to get material that's going to help you grow. Of course, even by doing that now and then, something does come through and does change our lives, and so I guess that's better than nothing. And there are people who read the Bible uh, uh, sort of in a, uh, a flip-and-point manner. Uh, they, uh, flip, they have a problem in the Bible, and they flip its pages, and they kind of pray for guidance or, or help of some sort, and uh, uh, as the Bible kind of opens, they look up at the ceiling, and then they take their forefinger and, and point at some point on the page either side of the Bible, and then they look down at the verse and they say, here's the answer to my problem. Well, I guess most people have heard the little story about the fellow who uh, uh, tried to do that, 
And uh, the first time his finger went down, it, it landed on the verse, Judas went out and hanged himself. And uh, he didn't like that answer, so he got it up and flipped again, as most of these people do when they don't like the answer they get. And uh, then he put his finger down, and it says, Go thou and do likewise. Uh, well, he didn't like that either, and uh, so he tried a third flip, and uh, when his finger went down the third time, uh, it landed on the verse, uh, What thou doest, do quickly. Well, that's exactly what can happen if you're trying to find guidance from the Scripture in a mystical or mechanical or magical way like that. Let's forget all such methods of that sort. Then there are people who read the Bible uh, in order to memorize it and memorize it uh, in a way that uh, maybe is not just memorizing the exact words but memorizing what kinds of content there is so that they can give that content back for the next Bible quiz and so what they do is they read and store. They read and store. And then they store everything in carefully in different bins so that they can have quick retrieval for the next Bible quiz and they can be on their feet reading the verse or giving the answer before all the rest of the crowd. And that's the only way that they read the Bible. All of these uh, ways of reading the Bible are really a mistake. The, the Bible is not an end in itself. Storage is necessary, and retrieval is necessary, but it certainly isn't the way to go as the ultimate thing to be done in Bible study. The Bible does not exist just as a curious book to be learned and memorized and to be able to uh, show other people what you know from its pages. The Bible is for you. The Bible is a book to change your life. The Bible is a book that tells you two things. It tells you how to love God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength. And it tells you how to love your neighbor as yourself. If you can't, after reading any passage of Scripture or studying any passage of Scripture, if you can't find some way to love God more as a result of that reading, or to love your neighbor better as a result of that reading, your Bible study has been a failure thus far. Now, it may not have been a failure in what you did do. It may have been a failure in what you didn't do. That is, as far as you went, it may have been good enough, but you may not have taken the additional step to move it to the place of practicality in your life. Many things, then, could be said about Bible study. But the first and most basic thing of all is to recognize that the Bible is for you. The Bible was given by the Holy Spirit of God as he inspired those words so that you could have an infallible standard to change your life. In 2 Timothy 3, we're told that the Bible leads us to salvation. It can make a man wise to salvation. That's the first thing it does, and that's the beginning of loving God and one's neighbor. But then it goes on for the Christian to do four things. It goes on to show him what God requires. It teaches him God's requirements for his life. It, secondly, convicts him of sin, how he has failed to meet those requirements of God for life. Thirdly, it corrects him or stands him up straight again, as that third word means in verse 16 of Second uh, Timothy 3. And then, fourthly, it trains him in righteousness, gets him not only out of the messes into which he has gone by his sin, but it shows him the way to stay out of those messes and the way to please God. These are the four things that the Bible can do for you. 
And in every Bible study, you ought to be able to come up with one of those four things. Every Bible study that you, you make, you ought to be able to write down. And by the way, if you don't write down the results of your Bible study, you may think you understand, but you may not have it very clear. When you have to write something down, then you have to make sense. And of course, you, when you write it down, you can remember what you wrote. So you ought to have a Bible study notebook for the results of your Bible studies. But every passage ought to either teach, there ought to be a teaching, a conviction of sin in your life, a correction of some sin, or some way of training you to walk continually in the way of righteousness. These are the four things you want to look for in loving God and your neighbor. Lord, help us to study our Bibles as we should. As we think about this matter, these broadcasts give us wisdom. In Christ's name we pray, amen.